This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Andrew Ray. Andrew helps entrepreneurs and business people get corporate credit so they can grow their business without ruining their finances. Thank you for joining me today. No, it's a pleasure. Thanks, Roman. Thanks for jumping on. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Wow. that uh, <laughs> Like a lot of people on here, I was uh, entrepreneurial from mindset since before I even knew what that word was. Uh, you know, lemonade stands when I was like seven, eight years old, had my first paper out when I was nine years old. So I uh, bought my own stuff, bought and sold things from when I was a kid up through, you know, I, I ended up going to university uh, to get my education, but not to get a job. So I, both my parents were educated. So I kind of followed that template. And uh in college, I was also doing entrepreneurial things as well, you know, running parties in L.A. for uh, the underground club scene and, you know, things of that nature. Um, my real segue into real estate and mortgage started around 2003. So that's where I first got immersed in uh, finance and kind of got a behind the scenes look at a crazy time in history as far as the financial world went. As we know, that was uh, it's kind of the Wild West where everybody was stating income, stating assets, and it, it blew up the real estate world and finance world, but then it caused a huge collapse in 2008. I, I felt that pretty strongly along with a lot of the people that I was in the uh, business with at the time. I had a mortgage company, you know, I had five investment properties, had a condo by the beach, everything was going pretty well. And then within a year, everything turned upside down. And I had to really learn the nuances of business lending. Um, and how corporate credit is built and how to protect yourself when those kind of things happen. And, and uh, so that really got me into studying about corporate finance, corporate credit, uh, how small businesses can play the game like bigger companies that we all know well. And uh, now I, it's my passion to share that with, uh, with entrepreneurs that are starting up. Yeah, that's awesome. I think a lot of people, I actually graduated college from 2007 to 2008, right when that uh, recession happened. Then I had to pivot because I couldn't find a job in my profession. And out of necessity, I did that and ran with it and started a company with it and other things. And I think it's it's important in terms of like direction of a company to have the funds to be able to scale. Obviously, some are uh, blessed to kind of, you know, self-fund and grow at that rate uh, in terms of their situation and put everything in, in terms of earning into growth. But obviously some people need funds from different, uh, obviously investment areas and things like you mentioned credit as well. So I think that's really important. Yeah, man. I, I think this part of the education, I, I call it the unsexy part of being an entrepreneur because like stuff like tax um, planning and structuring your entity, you know, to play the game of capitalism, whether it's a corporation, LLC, uh, most people don't have that advice starting out and they know nothing about building credit to an LLC or corporation that's separate from their personal uh, credit scores. So learning this early in the game will definitely help more people 
not only survive, but thrive because the first 18 months is crucial. Most businesses fail in that time period. And the biggest reason for that is lack of capital. So a lot of what we do um, at my company is we educate people on, first of all, how to set up your profile, how to legitimize your business, how to actually uh, approach being successful, you know, because getting, making money is one part of the game. We all know that. But uh, we call it flowing and growing money, you know, because it's energy. It's just like anything else, water, blood, and it has to continually flow to be healthy. And uh, you sit it in a bank account, it's losing value over time. So learning how to leverage and finance other people's money, OPM in real estate circles, um, is crucial and it will really help you. And it's a never ending process. You know, you as you grow and expand and get bigger, you're going to leverage more higher amounts of money, whether you're like for us, we're turning our excess revenue or the extra profits that we make and, and turning it into apartment buildings and other assets, uh, you know, AKA like Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad theory, you know, because you want to keep landing in different pools to create passive wealth and income for yourself and your family, you know, so, and to be able to protect it and you don't want to pay a big tax bill at the end of the year. So having a strategy in place in order to op uh, optimize how the system's set up, and it's set up for entities, not for people. That's the first thing I want everybody to know is that you got to learn that part of the puzzle when you're going to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, it's kind of like growing pain. So like the finances part, the tax part, um, when I was doing my own uh, business taxes, well, through a friend, he ended up not doing something. I ended up getting audited. He underreported like $60,000. And then it's this whole big fiasco that could have been... Um, Avoided because I had to pay five figures and in, in, in I, I assuming I didn't have any back taxes, but back taxes. So what I thought was a positive year in terms of revenue, I had to give a lot of that back. So I think having the right people in your corner and being educated about different processes, I think is key to avoid different pitfalls that can really, you know, crush your business or close it all together. Absolutely. Now, that's a great point and a great example. Um, and all of us have run into that kind of thing. And it's not usually until you run into it that you're aware of it because you're, you're focused on your marketing. You're focused on the sexy parts of business, you know, growing your brand, you know, uh, getting your, your marketing platform set up, you, maybe your website, your, your presence on social media. Um, these are all interesting, but then the back end, you have to have a team in place to be able to manage the energy, the money that's coming into your company, you know, and, uh, you're absolutely right. Structuring correctly, keeping good records and automating it and systemizing it. So it's not a big deal because it's not something most of us want to focus on, but we do. It's very important, you know, so. Yeah, I agree. So what motivates you to succeed? Obviously, those motivations may have changed over time, but what currently motivates you to succeed? Wow, that's a, that's a great question. And I've been on several podcasts and nobody's asked me that directly. Uh, my motivation now is you know, caring for the people, first of all, that I love in my life. I have a nine-year-old son. Um, I just got engaged uh, a month ago and, you know, taking care of my family and my children is a big thing, but also I feel at this stage in my life, giving back. So I feel I've been through a lot in my life. I, I've shared that in my first book, you know, a lot of that, and I'm actually working on a second book that's more details my journey. And, you know, at this point, I think that we live in a digital age where entrepreneurial mindsets and approaches to business is unparalleled. I mean, everybody's at home now. So there's so many home businesses starting up. We're watching more applications coming in our, our business from startups than anything else. And 
they don't even know we can get them, you know, 50 to 150,000 in 0% interest credit lines right out the gate with no financials, no tax records and stuff. So uh, that's a hot thing. And then building business credit is not it? we have a comprehensive program that helps them do that too. So I think a lot of these people that don't want to go back to work or they're not able to go back to work and they, they're wanting to have a laptop lifestyle type of thing. Uh, it's, there's a huge demand for it. So educating people and uh, we call it education, motivation and facilitation. So, you know, you want to teach them about how it works, motivate them to take action because let's face it, it's emotional. It's hard sometimes to go look at your credit report or to kind of look in the mirror and say, you know, this is where I'm at. I can get only this amount of funding. Um, but then, you know, we tell people that it, the motivation is empowering yourself to take action to get into a better position. And then when you're ready, we got the resources to be able to help you manage that and make it happen. Yeah. And like starting off, especially now with 2020 and now, like you said, a lot of people are either pivoting, uh, undertaking things that they had on the back burner, but they may have been laid off, furloughed, you know, uh, fired. So that they're passionate and excited about getting it off the ground. But then, you know, you have to consider things like funding, different tax matters and stuff like that to really make your business succeed and create a business entity. Also, a lot of people fail to do that. They just, you know, come up with a name and say, I have a company, but uh, strategically picking if you, you know, need an S corp or LLC or a limited, what, whatever situation you're in, what's best for you. And oftentimes that really establishes, you know, your growth trajectory and how far you can go as a business. Yeah, that's really well said. And it's so important. And, you know, people get, I think, they think it's bigger and more complicated than it is. And I explain to people, if you look up what a corporation is, it's a legal person. So view it as an avatar in your business. It's your friend that helps you navigate this thing we call capitalism. So, you know, once you have a buddy or an avatar or a corporation or LLC in your corner, you can build credit to it. It gets a tax ID. It can be sued. It, it files taxes. It does all that. But you direct it. You're the puppet master of it. So if you can view it like that, it simplifies it. And then you have people like my company or another one that you know, you're choosing where they can kind of guide you and consult you and have the resources available to make sure it's legit. Um, then you're playing the game the way it was set up to be played. Sole proprietors in this day and age, especially after the last four years, you know, four years ago, we had the biggest tax break and everybody was, I heard a lot of people crying about, um, oh, it's only for the wealthy. And I, I always correct them. I say, no, it's for corporations. And you can have a corporation too. Even if you're starting out and small and everything, you can take advantages of all the wealthy, quote unquote, tax breaks that all the corporations get to take advantage of. So sole proprietors, they took away a lot of the write-offs you used to be able to enjoy. So at this time in history, you have to do this, you know, and it's smart anyway, because you want to protect yourself. You want to separate your personal from your business in the event that something happens. I always say you got to work on your personal credit too, though because you can get access to much more funding through both a combination of your, your personal and your business credit being established, set up and optimized. And then your, your funding capabilities are unlimited. You know, you can, as you get more revenue sources, you start to create a revenue stream into your company um, and you get seasoned, you know, you get three years in your business and all of a sudden doors start opening up left and right. And, uh, then in the times that like we're in and we're starting into a recession right now, um, having capital is going to be huge because there's going to be a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I agree. So what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? 
I would say number one, what, what strikes me is self doubt. You know, we, we all are more, way more capable than we give ourselves credit for. And we feel unqualified when in fact, you know, that's just our ego uh, trying to justify why we can't make it. You know, we've been faulty programming our whole life, you know, to say that you should, you know, I don't know about your generation, but mine, we were taught all these false things like about credit. Don't get in debt. Don't use your credit, you know, protect your scores and all this stuff. And it's like, that's nonsense. And entrepreneurism, everybody borrows money. You know, if you're not, you're not doing it right because you're leveraging other resources in order to grow and, and flow. Um, you have a voice, you have an experience, whatever it is, it's unique to you and, and go out there and make it happen, you know? So surround yourself with good people. That was another thing that was a huge thing for me was um, I grew up, you know, in a in an interesting, you know, that's a story for another show, but, uh, you know, I hung around with some people that I shouldn't have been in. And uh, now I've learned that, you know, having the right group around me is, is empowering because there's a lot of people that act like they're your friend and they're really not. And, you know, having people that really have your back and, and are encouraging your growth and your success is essential, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think recently I've had a lot of talks about kind of uh, imposter syndrome as well as there's a specific kind of like uh, a syndrome where if you first start off in a role, um, you, you're very ego driven. If you don't know everything, you feel like you do know everything. You're like, it's super important. And then when you reach a level of success or you're like top in your industry, then self-doubt uh, sets in. Why am I here? Am I good right. enough? Why did I reach here? And it's just like this weird reversal that shouldn't be, but like we get in uh, inside, you know, our head and it just starts going crazy. Absolutely. I mean, I, and I can attest to that because, you know, as you know, I, I wrote a book a couple of years ago and it, you know, went to number one in Amazon in six categories. I couldn't believe it. And I had, you know, I hired a coach to help me uh, navigate through that whole process. And I just felt like, wow, you know, I mean, this is, this is crazy, but I didn't really promote behind it the way I should have. Now I am, and now I'm putting together different marketing, but it's again, a, a embracing that position because there's a lot of powerful information in there. And sometimes like you just pointed out, I, I'm like, well, who am I anyway? You know, I, I'm just this guy that, you know, this and that, but now I'm like, we can all be the guy that helps somebody because they're all, there's somebody out there waiting for our unique voice and how we, talk about stuff and you know i'm not going to be for everybody but a certain group of people who will become the tribe that follows what my uh, my sincere um yearnings for other people's success you know so uh, you know you're, you're right embrace it grab it if, you know surround yourself with the right people that encourage it you know find whatever your spiritual core your your inner peace is and uh and go after your dreams why not you know never been a better time in history to do it yeah, I agree. No one's going to do it for you and you're not going to regret the things you tried and may have failed and learned from, but the things you never did and the what ifs when you're 20, 30, 40 years down the line, you know, what if I did this? Maybe my life would be on a different trajectory. So taking action and really running with it. And if you make a mistake, you make a mistake or you fail, but it's truly not a failure unless you don't take something out of the experience in terms of a learning that you can apply uh, for the future. Man, those are excellent excellent powerful points and it's so true we're gonna fail we're gonna fall down we're gonna you know like i just pointed out just one of my things i lost a million dollars worth of equity during that 2008 you know implosion but i learned so many lessons from it, you know and i learned i grew so much because i didn't let it destroy me you know and 
um, there's there's going to be plenty of mistakes we make. But as you just pointed out, they're not really a failure unless you don't do anything with it. You know, if you learn from it, if you can help others avoid it, then there was a purpose served. You know, and uh, that's a great way to look at it because as entrepreneurs, we're professional failures. If we're not failing, we're not trying, and if we're not trying, then we're not doing anything. We're just talking. You know, so good. Great I point. agree. Uh, so what's one thing you can leave with the audience in terms of advice, personal or professional? Wow. I, I, I would always go back to personal first because uh, the whole thing is, is when you set up a morning routine, when you set up your day for success, your weeks, start to plan and take stock of the things that are most important to you. Um, when you get that center, when you get your physical health in place, your spiritual centeredness, your relationships with the people that are important in your life, other things tend to follow and opportunities that wouldn't exist start to present themselves because they, the universe or however you want to look at it, God, it, it knows you're ready. You know, so on a personal level, that's what I would say is set up some kind of a routine, start to feed your mind and your, your soul with good, good stuff. You know, whether you read, whether you listen to podcasts such as yours, um, whatever, however you can continue to grow and evolve. And business is kind of a collateral advantage of doing things correctly, I believe. Yeah, I agree. And it's what you surround yourself with and what you consume. I mean, there's, I think there's those studies with the plant where everybody was saying negative things to, to a literal plant and the, like the words yeah, and what you say have power. And uh -huh. then that, that plant wilted away. But then there was a plant where the people just, you know, affirmed it that, you know, you're whatever this, that, or the other in terms of positivity. And the thing actually grew and and was alive so it's kind of crazy the power of words and the power of other people's words affecting us and vice versa because i mean a lot of people have self-doubt and are looking for affirmation and approval from other people's either uh, people either peers or people that may be on top in terms of their industry because it, it's really nice to i mean i think it's human nature when somebody notices you it, it feels good so i think those kind of things uh, hold us back sometimes as well I agree. Um, and those are great points because a, a great example, I, I remember seeing that same video and um, it, it shows that there is energy, even if we can't, it's subtle and we don't see it overtly, but there is, you know, and uh, there's energy in every living thing. So um, us observing that and, and being grateful, because let's face it, we're on this planet for a flip in the annals of time, you know, like 80 years if you're lucky, and, and that has passed before we even know it. And two generations down, we're a picture in a scrapbook or something, you know. So uh, let's try and maximize the time we have here, you know, and, and try and grow and evolve and become the best version of ourselves. You know, if we can do that, we can give back to the world in the best way, you know. Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Sure. Um, number one place is uh, flowbusinessfunding.com, like flow, uh, F-L-O-W, businessfunding.com. You can also download my book for 99 cents. Uh, we just want to get it in a lot of people's hands at entrepreneurialmoneysecrets.com. Uh, you can also call our 800 number instead of a consultation or a strategy call if you'd like. The number is 844-440-3569. That's 844-440-FLOW. Uh, awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. No, thank you, Roman. It's been great. Have a great one. 
This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.